Come on, come all, come gather round. Come hear tales both lost and found. Grab yourself a drink with a splash of lime. It's David and Michael's story time. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another exciting episode of Storytime. Double fist in that coffee and water combo. Well, that's David Miller. I love that you give away anything I'm doing when we start a show. Love it. And, yeah. and, the, and the one <laughs> just taking shots of straight espresso. Well, that's me, Michael Santel. Hi. Uh, yeah, well, I, I told you beforehand, but now I feel like I have to justify myself. Uh, <laughs> I, I told you, like, I, I'm trying to drink more water, so I have a glass of water. Plus, my throat felt a little scratchy because it's been dry in here. I had the fan on earlier because it's been warmer. Uh, but I also felt sluggish coming in to record this this afternoon. So We are not recording at a normal time or a normal day. This is a weird time and date for us. Also, LA's had weird weather this week. Yeah. Between real cold and real hot, I also feel like my voice sounds like garbage. Yeah. So, Apologies in advance to everybody. Uh, now, I do have to do a little uh, showkeeping. Mm-hmm. I had prepared a number of Russian fairy tales to share with us, but in solidarity oh with uh, the sanctions that have put on them, I unfortunately, we cannot release those stories right now. Well, we got a letter from the government. We got a letter from the government. Uh, <laughs> it's the last day we could do stories. We decided in solidarity with Ukraine, we support our Ukrainian brothers and sisters. We're not going to be doing them. Yep. So FYI, we're going right back to the original. We're going to the German in folks and doing a little <laughs> bit more Grimm's Brothers fairy tales for us today. <laughs> Looking forward we'll also to it. Uh, we'll also have a uh, we'll also have a, a State of the Union episode going on because boy do I have to a lot to share with you about why we have not been consistent. <laughs> I now, mean, if you've been if you've been paying attention to past episodes, you can probably guess. Oh, I think that they know, but I got to give updates now. We have to do a whole updates episode, David. Yeah, we got to yeah, do yeah. updates two point one or wherever we're at now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So today I have prepared a trio of tiny tales for you. I believe we will successfully get to all three. Okay. I got a fourth one waiting in the wing, but... Uh, that that I think seems that, ambitious. I, that seems ambitious. Uh, and funny enough, uh, now that we've moved to our new system of just read the next fucking story in the book, yeah. this the first tale I'm going to share with you is a story that I've had flagged since we did Japanese fairy tales, I've oh. had this story that I've wanted to tell you for a very long time, but I haven't had a chance to tell it to you. Okay. Funny enough, it does have some parallels with things going on in the world right now. Okay. Uh, the first tale I have to tell you—it's all about crypto farming. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, but I think there is a farming. El- not in this one. There is some farming in today's tales. Of course. No. Of course. Today's first tale I have to tell you is called "The Mouse, the Bird, and the Sausage." Okay. Uh, David, yeah. predictions. Um, you know, it's always that question of like, oh, are these important objects in the story or characters? And the more interesting version, and the last time I think that I went and checked, it was like when it was the, the bean and the straw and the coal, right? <laughs> yes, yes, that's true. Which like, is so funny that we got to that one first because this this remind, has elements yeah, of that yeah, that reminded like, me of. Like, I, I, we got to that one, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to say that they're the characters. And I ended up, like, getting 100% correct the entirety of that story. Uh, I have a, I have my grade book right here. I have a 100 yeah. written down. So, yeah, you did good on that <laughs> quiz. Uh, so, I am going to say that the it's what the mouse, the... The bird? The bird. I, I was And the duck, sausage? Uh, yeah, the mouse, the bird, and the sausage. Um, I am going to say that the at the very least, the mouse and the bird are the characters. Maybe they're like fighting over the sausage. Maybe it's <laughs> sure. like maybe it's like a, a 
like an early pass at like a Tom and Jerry type thing where it's like both animals are trying to get the sausage. Sure. Uh, and and one of them, which would be the, I'm going to say bird, is the one that is like the smarter one that like like gets tricksy about it. Sure. Uh, talking animals, of course. Of course. Uh, and uh, let's see, let's get a long shot prediction in there. Uh, the sausage. <laughs> <laughs> David said the sausage with such conviction. The sausage turns out to be a king. <laughs> or a king's Oh, son. wow. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. kiss the sausage and a <laughs> yeah, crab yeah, pops yeah, out yeah. of his head. Uh, I will tell you that the mouse, the bird, and the sausage does sound like an erotic tale. It's not erotic, but it does feel like it's moving into that way. I mean, I don't even think it sounds that erotic. I think just because sausage is in the title, you think it sounds erotic. (laughs) Well, David, I will tell you, though, this story will be close to your heart. I do feel that these three, a little bit of a spoilers, are in a polyamorous relationship, but that is for you to distinguish and I'll allow you to judge their relationship I'll, I'll look out for the telltale signs. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, okay. So here we go. The mouse, the bird, and the sausage. Uh, for those of you who also have the same Costco book and would like to follow along with me, we're on page 90. This is the Kirkland Signature fairy uh, uh, tale. <laughs> yeah, that's correct, that's correct. It's a really good value for how many stories you get. Okay. Once upon a time, a mouse, a bird, and a sausage became companions, kept house together, lived well and happily with each other, and wonderfully increased their possessions. See, it's the, the first thing I was, that's why I like, I didn't make the sausage a character initially in my prediction because I was like, well, it'd be weird if it was like two animals and a piece of food. But I guess the writers decided, let's get weird with it. They're living their lives together. <laughs> they all share house together. Three is company too, and this is the, this is yeah. basically what it is. So they're all companions, and they got a little a little cottage. They have they have a a home together. I assume it is the size of a bird and a mat. You know what I mean? Like it's not yeah. a full. It's like in a tree <laughs> or something somewhere. And yes, they are working together. They are pulling their resources, and they have greatly increased their uh, material possessions okay. because of this partnership. The bird's work was to fly every day into the forest and bring back wood. The mouse had to carry water, light the fire, and lay the table, and the sausage had to cook. Ah, okay. <laughs> Is that just because he's had more experience in the kitchen than anyone else? <laughs> perfectly defined roles. Yeah, he, like, knows his way around the kitchen. He's he like, oh, I've been his, there before, yeah. <laughs> he started his life there. He just feels the most comfortable there. <laughs> He who is too well off is always longing for something new. One day, therefore, the bird... Oh, yeah. These met- are definitely poly people. Yeah. They're, all, they're, looking, they're looking for something new. It just feels like things it's have just, gotten just, stale. You know what I mean? It's not even about getting stale. It's just like, why restrict yourself, you know? Right, right. I'm a mouse, you're a bird. What are we doing? We can do Let's anything we want to. Let's get some sausage in the mix. Let's get some sausage in the mix. <laughs> One day, therefore, the bird met with another bird on the way, to whom it related its excellent circumstances and boasted about them. Oh, yeah. But, some people, some poly people just never shut up about it. They never shut the fuck up. I'm like, I get it. You're happy. Stop saying all these things Not to, to toot my own horn, but I feel like I do a pretty good job at not really talking about it too much. Uh, <laughs> David, I would ask that you don't toot your horn. It's going to ruin the recording of this yeah, episode. Right. Uh, secondly, uh, let's put a let's put a hard note right here. It's not that you brag about it because I don't. I've never felt like that. Uh, 
I think that in my conversations with you, you have always done a very good job of explaining all aspects of it. And that uh, the rewards, if you will, of that <laughs> lifestyle also come with a lot of hard work sure. and a lot of relationship work and yeah. a lot of open communication and sometimes uncomfortable conversations. Um, and I feel like you always do a really good job of talking about that aspect of it as well. Well. Right? You, you, it's, a, it's a fully functional – I understand that – Listen, I'd rather have the devil I know than the devil I don't know, okay? <laughs> so you're doing the Lord's work, David, by juggling so Listen, many balls, okay? I wasn't fishing for a compliment, but that was very nice of you to say. <laughs> I just I just feel like you've always been – I've never – you've never been that guy who's like, you won't believe what yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Which I totally could. You totally could, and I – listen, the I appreciate I've it. Seen. Save it for your journal, David. Save it for your life <laughs> journal. Okay? But I don't need to know about it. What, what am I going to do? Just make me jealous. No, and no, then I'm going to – but 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 even then I don't get jealous because then I hear about the work you had to do to go there. Oh fuck that noise! Yeah 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 yeah. Fuck that noise! Oh, we had to have a lot of conversations. There's a lot of text messages. I stayed up really late. It's like okay, great. Well, I don't want any of that. I have yeah. to go to bed. Yeah. Get back to it. The other bird, however, <laughs> called it a poor simpleton for his hard work and said that the two at home had good times. For when the mouse had made the fire and carried her water, she went into her little room to rest until the, until they called upon her to lay the table. The sausage stayed by the pot, saw the food was cooking well, and when it was nearly time for dinner, it rolled itself once or twice through the broth or vegetables. Uh, then they were buttered, salted, and ready. Wait. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to go for that last part real quick. Sure. So the sausage's <laughs> job is to make sure the food is good, and then when the food's almost done, he just sort of does like a one over like on everything. <laughs> just does a couple of Michael Phelps in the stew, so it gets a good sausage flavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not too much to like hurt the sausage. Sure, you don't want to cook they the sausage but- more. We're not trying to eat the sausage. Right. He butters everything real nice, and then they enjoy a nice meal. <laughs> When the bird came home and laid his burden down, they sat down to dinner, and after they had had their meal, they slept their fill till the next morning, uh, and then, uh, and that was a splendid life. The, the end. Oh, no, 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 this one, this one. <laughs> or so is it. Yeah. Next day, the bird, prompted by the other bird, would go no more into the wood, saying that he had been a servant long enough no. and had been made a fool by them, and that they must change about uh, must change about for once and try to arrange it another way. Yeah. David, this feels more like this partner was unhappy and is now telling the other two, hey, we need to have an open relationship because I am not happy with the status quo. It feels more like this person, like the, the other bird that sort of like butted in and was yeah. like, oh, you're getting taken advantage of. Like, what does that other bird know about the situation? Everyone Nothing. was happy. I don't even know that fucking bird. That fucking bird's a liar. We don't know shit about that bird. And so I would also want to see how the bird now, when they're like, no, I'm not going into the forest anymore. Like, how do they approach this conversation? Is it like, is it like them coming out and just being like, listen, you pieces of shit, you've been taking (laughs) advantage of me and I won't stand for it. Or is it like, hey, I feel like maybe the burdens have not been equally distributed. Can we talk about it? He said, I bet it's the first said, Yeah, he said, I don't like any of this anymore and I'm not going out there anymore. So it sounds like he's pretty hostile. Yeah. And though the mouse and the sausage also begged most earnestly, the bird would have his way and said it must be tried. 
They drew lots about it, mm-hmm. and the lot fell on the sausage, who was to carry wood, the mouse to become the cook, and the bird to fetch the water. What happened? What's crazy is that they randomly rolled it, and they did all get different stuff. I'd expect maybe one person to, like, pull pull the tile from the bag and be like, oh, I got the same job I was already doing. Fuck. Like- <laughs> yeah, they rolled, they rolled, yeah, they got, they got three successful rolls in a row, or yeah. different rolls in a row, so that's pretty good. I mean, I think we can all see where this is going. Uh, well, that's what it says. What happened? The little sausage <laughs> went towards the wood. The little bird lighted the fire. The mouse stayed by the pot and waited alone until the sausage came home and brought wood for the next day. But the little sausage stayed so long on the road that they both feared something was amiss, and the bird flew out a little way in the air to meet it. Not far off, however, it met a dog on the road who had fallen on the poor sausage as lawful booty and had seized it. it and swallowed it. The bird charged the dog with the act of barefaced robbery, but it wasn't in vain to speak, for the dog said that he had found forged letters on the sausage, a capital offense. What? See, David, the dog, the authority <laughs> figure, claimed that this was a terrorist and was justified in the killing of it. David, that, this whole time, this has been a spy sausage. You never guessed that in your fucking... I mean, your prediction. I did not guess that. You're right. Well, something to put in your hat. Maybe you should guess if people are spies. <laughs> the bird sadly took up the wood, flew home, and related what he had seen and heard. They were much troubled, but agreed to do their best and remain together. The bird, therefore, laid the cloth that the mouse prepared the food and wanted to dress it, got into the pot as the sausage used to do, roll and creep amongst the vegetables to mix them. But before (laughs) she got into the midst of them, she was stopped, lost her skin and hair, and her life in the attempt. Jesus. It didn't know any better, David. It just did what it was learned. This is the, it's, it doesn't know any better. This is all it's ever learned in its home life. When the bird came to carry up the dinner, no cook was there. In its distress, the bird threw the wood here and there, called and searched, but no cook was to be found. A wing to its carelessness, the wood caught fire so that the... Uh, conflag- a conflagration ensured the bird hastened to fetch water uh, and and then the bucket dropped from its claws into the well and he fell down with it and could what? not recover himself but had to drown there. <laughs> the end, David. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, knew, I knew that one was coming. So, <laughs> so the... the... The super farcical funny thing to me at the end of this story is that after the mouse dies, which, like, that's a bummer. Yes, and I I also (laughs) picture the bird eating the soup being like, it's pretty good, but it's weird. Uh, After the mouse dies, the bird throws the wood all around, like, looking, and then so the wood catches on fire. So, like, the home catches on fire. So, if I were, like, just writing this fairy tale as, like, oh, I gotta write this fairy tale out really quick, like, that's the end, right? The house burns down, the bird dies in the fire, and that's the end. But they, nope. they're, they're like, no, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna go one more step. The house catches on fire. The bird goes to the well and then falls in the well and drowns. Yeah, the the, 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 the like metal colander it was carrying for some reason just dragged into the sinking bottom of it. So dumb. Yeah. Well, David, that's the end. What can I tell you? Yeah. Yeah. That's how it's gonna happen. That's how it's gonna happen. That's David, like so similar to that other one too. That's so funny. It's very, it's very similar to the other one. And what's crazy is I've had this one prepared forever. Yeah. That being said, let's go to lessons. Yeah. Lessons. All right, I've, I've definitely got one. Yeah. Mind your own business. <laughs> <laughs> that other fucking bird had no business. <laughs> 
<laughs> sticking their beak in this relationship. They were wrong, first of all. I don't Absolutely think anyone wrong. was taking advantage of anyone. Especially no, no. because the mouse and the sausage were like, fine, yeah, if you want to switch it up, let's switch it up. Like, you know? Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, I also agree that, like, you know, don't be throwing a wrench into domestic bliss. Mm-hmm. Like, if things are going pretty good, you know, talk about other things that you want. But don't like, look you don't need for to... problems. Like, yeah, you don't need to upset the apple cart. <laughs> also, don't compare. I mean, this also probably goes to what you just said. Don't compare yourself to other people. Yeah, you know, he, he listened to what that bird was doing. That bird had no idea what was going on yeah, in what's this that bird's, situation. What's that bird's experience in this like? Yeah. I think that this was a bad combo from the beginning. So my lesson was don't trust an MBS combo. You don't know about MBS. You don't know what he's been up to. You don't know what secret plans he's been working on this whole time. The mouse, the bird, and the sausage were good on their own. But when you put them together, it just causes problems. I disagree. I think that they were fine when they were together. Just they had found they had found what worked and then they 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 flew too close to the sun. That's true. Uh, my next <laughs> lesson here is you got to have a fire extinguisher in your mm-hmm. house somewhere. Mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm. you can't just expect that the well water is going to be enough in an emergency. You got to have yeah. a fire hydrant nearby. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, fi- find your own recipes. You know what? Uh, yeah. How well, how I, how someone else makes something uh, maybe maybe isn't how you are good at making it, and maybe you should try making it a different way, or try making a different recipe altogether. Well, I was about to say as well. I think a good lesson from this story is you know if you don't have utensils in the kitchen, just use your hands. Just use your <laughs> whole arm to, to to stir a stew, if you will. I or mean, if you need to if you need to flip hamburgers, just take your hands on the grill. You can do it. <laughs> Give it a little bit of that people flavor. Yeah. Uh, David, how many stars would you give the stars of Bob Bob I forgot about that. I forgot all about this. Is it a banger, right? But but yesterday was Dr. Seuss's uh, birthday. He has now since been canceled, but... Uh, in not count in not canceling him, how many stars upon thars would you give this, David? Uh, I mean, yeah, this is a this is easily a, a three and a half out of five. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree you with know. you. It's a it's I, I agree. It's it's not it's not four stars, but it's definitely better. It's short. It's it's to dumb. The point. It's silly, but it's got a point. I guess there's good there's uh, good action. There's some good <laughs> action beats in there. It feels like a, a a legit like fairy tale, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. We don't, we don't, you know, it's, and also I think it's the first talking sausage story we have. So that's got to be a full star, a full star in terms of points. (laughs) Well, the second tale I have prepared for you today on page 91, literally on the other side of the other page, uh, story number 24 known as Mother Hole. (laughs) Okay. H-O-L-L-E. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I guess that's her name. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's her official surname. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, or or uh, 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 the girl version of a sir, a surname, because you put an A on the end to show that it's feminine. Oh, I see. What do you think is going to happen in Mother Hole, David? Uh, I think... <laughs> I think Mother Hole <laughs> is like a, like a, you know, like a, like a, like a fairy godmother type, type entity you know totally Maybe, not we, like a not like a necessarily fairy but like like the, the the magic woman in the woods or the the fairy queen that lives down the glen or whatever right we've had a number of mothers but never are they given a name like this it's always just like mom at the house yeah yeah and um so i think a poor girl <laughs> is going to meet 
mother hole <laughs> in the woods and like I don't know like like make her mad and then get cursed and then and then uh, so the question is like does the curse fuck them up or do they overcome it and I'm gonna say they overcome it. Uh, I love the I love the way your brain works, David. You are <laughs> so wrong. No, no, no. You're actually pretty close, but it's another. It's the other way around. Okay. You'll see it when we get to it. Yeah. Also, I believe this fairy tale is the first instance of referencing another fairy tale mm. that came before it. You'll see it when it happens, and it's very timely because it's it, it was one of the fairy tales that just happened. Uh-huh. But I I don't know if there's any other ones that have been like you know <laughs> this, the main characters. Well, like it, it's like a it's like a cold open where it comes in in the middle of the scene, and the main character's like, "Oh, did you hear about that sausage in that mouth?" <laughs> <laughs> no, in our version of it, it would absolutely start off with the characters reading the newspaper, and be like, "Oh, poor Mister Sausage met his end today by a dog being accused of having spot." papers on him also we haven't even talked about what is this espionage going on in the kitchen yeah. right now yeah that's Forced some crazy shit from whom yeah uh, uh you didn't say but i will prompt you is there a talking animal uh not in this one no okay 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 you're wrong, but that's I know, okay. I, know, I, knew I, I, I was. I, 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 knew I, I was won't was tell you. Well, you know what's funny? You can interpret it. You can interpret it if you will. It's a real automatopoeia situation, so you'll tell me what it is. Okay, here we go with Mother Hole. Also, on a side note, also a little bit of a lascivious name, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like it, it doesn't necessarily need to be there. I thought I thought we I thought I was so proud of us for getting through this entire title and prediction oh, section without, no, without I think that Mr. Sausage said. might come visit Mother Hole, David. Who knows? <laughs> there was once a widow who had two daughters, one of whom was pretty and industrious, while the other was ugly and idle. But she was much fonder of the ugly and idle one because she was her own daughter. And the other was a stepdaughter who was obliged to do all the work and to be the Cinderella of the house. Oh, I see. (laughs) They just straight up are now using Cinderella interchangeable. I love how they're like, like they wrote Cinderella and were like, this one's the one that's going to stand the test of time. So let's ref. Maybe that's why. Maybe, I mean, maybe, maybe they referenced uh, Cinderella, and that's why that one survived so much better. I'm so happy that this isn't like like in the Bible, right? There's like they'll reference like other. I'm reading sure. a book right now about Bible stuff. Bible stuff. And they'll re- they'll reference like other books that people wrote to like dissuade people being Christians. Yeah. But they they don't have those books, but they have the retorts to the arguments. Yeah. yeah so yeah. like Cinderella, like if, if 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 we were anthropologists, we'd have to be like, oh, who's this Cinderella? We know we know about Cinderella. <laughs> uh, I also I'm not a fan of when stories do this, where it's like there once was a woman with two daughters. One of the daughters wasn't her daughter, and it's like, well, then why did you say? Then why did you say that? <laughs> These stories have a, a variety of once upon a times and also have a variety of talking about stepchildren in a very yeah. interesting way. It's always like, there were five boys, three of which were theirs, two of which were not there. Like, it's like, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just tell me. <laughs> Every day, the poor girl had to sit by the well on the roadside and spin and spin till her fingers bled. She's selling not, some... <laughs> not spin yarn or anything, just no, twirl just, around. Just, just, <laughs> that's how people know. It's, it's the Arms top side. Arms out like a helicopter yeah. and spin yeah. around. She does a T-pose. She looks like a wonderful dragon flyer and they just pull her real fast. <laughs> oh, dragon flyer. 
Oh, Dragon Flyers. Did you ever see that cartoon? Uh, no. Okay, great. You should just play oh, a little wait, bit. I you should play not. a little bit of the intro. You can play that one or the fairy ones, My Pretty Fairies, whichever one you find on YouTube, David. Yeah, I'll I'm fine with either one. I'll play this one. God damn it, David. I don't want S Club 7 in my podcast anymore. I love how you know. I love how you just I, I love how I know. <laughs> now, it happened that one day the shuttle was marked with her blood. Uh, shuttle, S-H-U-T-T-L-E, was marked that, with yeah, her blood. Yeah, that's how you would normally spell shuttle. How, uh-huh. how would you normally – how how would you spell shuttle differently? David, we're not here to get into that. I'm <laughs> I mean, thank you for pointing out how it's spelled, but there's only one way to spell that word. (laughs) So she dipped it into the well to wash the mark off, but it dropped out of her hand and fell to the bottom. She began to weep and ran to her stepmother, who told her of the mishap. But she she scolded her sharply and was so merciless as to say, Since you have let the shuttle fall in, you must fetch it out again. So the girl went back to the well and did not know what to do. And in her sorrows of her heart, she jumped into the well to get the shuttle. She lost her senses, and when she awoke, she came to herself again. She was in a lovely meadow where the sun was shining and many thousands of flowers were growing. Oh, the well wasn't a well. The well was the mother hole. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll see what happens. That being said, pre-Alice in Wonderland, yes, our main character has gone through a portal to another dimension. Yeah, yeah. Along along this meadow she went and at last came to a baker's oven full of bread. And the bread cried out, Oh, take me out, take me out, Wait. or else I shall burn. I have been baked for such a long time. Is the oven just sitting out in a meadow? Yes, David. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, there's just an oven there. There's just an oven out there. And the, and the bread, it's, oh, yeah, we're going straight adventure time here. The oven rolls inside are screaming, going, We're going to burn. you got to take us out. <laughs> So she went up to, oh, I just did Kermit the Frog hands for everybody yeah. at home. I put yeah. my hands above my head and wiggled them like I don't, just don't care. So she went up to it and took out all the loaves, one after another, with a bread shovel. I didn't know they were called bread shovels. That's the first guess, time I've learned about yeah, that. Yeah, I do like that that's what it's called, though, and I know exactly what they're talking about See, when they say in that. in your world, you call it a big, long spanky paddle, but in the olden <laughs> times, they used it for bread, David. David, they See, used I'm it not, for bread. I'm not super into... into uh, bread shoveling bread somebody? Shovel. I'm not into oh, bread okay. shoveling. Yeah, well, yeah. I'll, have to update our, uh, I'll have to update your pages then. <laughs> <laughs> your Wikipedia page is all out of whack right now. Yeah, it's, it's really... yeah. After that, she went on till she came to a tree covered with apples, which called out to her, Oh, shake me, shake me! We apples are ripe! So she shook the tree till the apples fell like rain and went on shaking uh, till they were all down. And when she had gathered them into a heap, she went on her way. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to rot so much faster. They didn't want but they didn't want to. David, it's different. You don't want to rot on the vine. I mean, I don't want to. Listen, I'll write this down. I'll write this down for later, okay? I'll write this down. I'm going to say this later. Okay. Everyone just pretend like you don't know this lesson is coming. Okay, great. (laughs) At last she came to a little house out of which an old woman peeped. But she was, but she had such large teeth that the girl was frightened and was about to run away. That's very rude. Uh, I, I, I think, I, I think she's a, I think she's a crazy, I think she's like a fantasy crazy woman. I don't think this is an anti-Semitic remark. I think she No, no, no. yeah, like, I, I didn't take it as like a racist thing. I just took oh, it as like, wow, pers- that person's teeth is like huge teeth. 
therefore they're scary. Like, oh, you know, someone just has, like, buck teeth or something. I kept waiting for more anti-Semitism. I was like, yeah. Matt, we're going to hear about a hook nose next, and then is, we're going to hear about counting of pennies. This, this, I'm happy to be ignorant if this is actually a stereotype. Is big teeth a stereotype? Uh, I great question. I don't know. I do know that there was a lot of imagery of uh, of drawing Jews like rats, and I think oh, and like rats, with like sharp teeth and the correct oh, correct. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. uh, for if you would like to know, if you would like an image in your head of some of these anti-Semitic things, just watch any Harry Potter film and go to Gringotts. That's what that's what we're talking about. Okay, <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. their teeth aren't the same, but anything else, basically think of Gringotts. But the old woman called out to her. What are you afraid of, dear child? Stay with me. If you will do my work in the house properly, you shall be the better for it. Only you must take care to make my bed well and shake it thoroughly till the feathers fly. And uh, for when it will, uh, for then it will snow on the earth. I am Mother Hole. Oh, that's Mother Hole. That's Mother Hole. <laughs> As the old woman spoke so kindly to her, the girl took courage and agreed to enter her service. She attended to everything to the satisfaction of the mistress and always shook her bed so vigorously that the feathers flew about like snowflakes. So she had a pleasant life with her, never an angry word, and boiled or roasted meat every single day. Okay. She's eaten well, David. She's eaten well. She stayed some time with Mother Hole, and then she became sad. At first, she did not know what the matter uh, what the matter with her, but she found at length it was homesickness. Although she she was many thousand times better off here than at home, she was still longing to be there. At last, she said to the old woman, "I am I am longing for home, and however well I off uh, however well off I am down here, I cannot stay any longer. I must go again to my own people." Bummer. Mother Mother Hole said, I am pleased that you long for your home again, and as you have served me truly, I myself will take you up again. Then she took her by the hand and led her to a large door. The door was opened just as the maiden was standing beneath the doorway. A heavy shower of golden rain fell, and all the gold stuck to her, and she was completely covered all over with it. Uh, in golden rain? Yeah, yeah, she opened, yeah. We've talked about golden Mother Hole <laughs> opened the door and a golden shower just hit this ugly, but you know, good-looking girl all over her face and her body, David. She, you shall have, uh, you, oh, this is the old lady's voice, I apologize. Yeah, yeah. You shall have that because you have been so industrious, said Mother Hole, and at the same time she gave her back the shuttle which she had fallen into the well. Which was, again, the whole reason oh, she yeah, came yeah, down yeah. here in the first place. And I, I totally have forgotten. Is this the, the one that fell in the well? Yes. Was that the pretty industrious no, one that no, the stepmom this this is, is, no, didn't this like? Is, no, this is the Cinderella girl who has to work at the side. Her She lost mm. it and her mom's like, yeah, ugly girl, go back there and get it or don't come home. She but didn't so, she say, well, no, but wasn't, didn't it say in the beginning that the, the, the quote-unquote ugly and idol one no was the one that the stepmother liked no because the rich, that was her no, no, actual no. daughter you, you great question david i'm gonna i'm gonna go back a page i yeah i think that i think that this is the pretty industrious one that was this just, is this is yeah. the pretty this is yeah. okay you were correct you were yeah. correct so she's pretty so not only is she super pretty david now she's, she's golden she's, she's covered in she's gold. golden pretty mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh i didn't mean to throw you you fucking ruined everything david <laughs> 
Uh, okay, you shall have. Okay, I already said this was a hole. Uh, you shall have that because you have been so industrious," said Mother Hole. And at the same time, she gave her back the shuttle which she had fallen into the well. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thereupon, the door closed, and the maiden found herself up and above the earth, not far from her mother's house. As she went into the yard, the cock was standing by the wa- by the well side and cried, "Cockadoodle-doo, your golden girls come back to you, motherfucker!" That if that guy wasn't in here, but see, that might be an automatopoeia <laughs> thing. It might have just sound like it because it's kind of cockadoodly. No, <laughs> he says cockadoodle-doo and then a full sentence. <laughs> your golden girls come back to you. <laughs> So she went into her mother, and as she arrived, thus covered with gold, she was well received, both by her and her sister. Sure. The girl told what would happen to her, and as soon as her mother heard how she had come by such wealth, she was very anxious to obtain the same good luck for her ugly and lazy daughter. Oh, no. She had to seat herself by the well and spin, and in order... Uh, and in order that her shuttle might be stained with blood, she stuck she stuck her hand in a thorn bush and pricked her finger. <laughs> then she threw her shuttle into the well and jumped in after it. So they're not sure what part of this. But we've got to do all of it. The same. You just yeah. got to do everything, okay? Go by the road. Oh, I'm bleeding. Oh, my shell. Oh, I dropped <laughs> it. Go into the well. She came, like the other, to the beautiful metal and walked along the very same path. When she got to the oven and the bread cried, Oh, take me out, take me out, or else I shall burn. I have baked a long time. But the lazy thing answered, As if I had any wish to make myself dirty. And she went on. (laughs) A real, a real perfect situation that I'd love to put in as if from Clueless in there. I didn't do it, but it worked so well. Soon she came to the apple tree, which cried, Shake me, shake me, my apples are ripe! But she answered, Wouldn't you like that? One of you might fall on my head! And so she went on. Mm. When she came to Mother Hole's house, she she was not afraid, for she had heard al- uh, already heard of the big teeth, and she offered to work for her <laughs> immediately. <laughs> I'm not afraid of your deformities, I know what's up! The first day, she forced herself to work diligently and obeyed Mother Hole uh, when she was told to do anything, for she was thinking uh, of all the gold that she might be given to her. But on the second day, she began to be lazy, and on the third day, still more. And then she would not get into the morn. Uh, she would not get up in the morning at all. Nor did she make Mother Hole's bed as she ought, and did not shake it as to make the feathers fly up. She doesn't shake the bed as good as the other sisters. She doesn't shake the bed at all, David. Not at all, David. Mm-mm, if that cockadoodle, if that cockadoodle do was there, he'd say cockadoodle do. You don't <laughs> shake that shit, right, girl. I mean, that's what he would say if he was there. Yeah. Uh, Mother Hole was soon tired of this and gave her notice to leave. The lazy girl was willing enough to go and thought now that the golden rain would come. Mother Hole led her uh, also to the great door, but while she was standing beneath it, instead of gold, a big kettle full of pitch was emptied over her. This is your reward for your service, said Mother Hole, and shut the door. It's, okay, so I know it's pitch, so it's like tar, but like because <laughs> because we were already talking about like this golden rain, this golden shower, for a, for a split second I thought you said a big kettle of piss. <laughs> so technically the moral is one golden still shower golden is done. Rain. Yeah, still yeah. a golden rain, but not the same. No, right, unfortunately so we don't Sticky get that. tar, yeah. Sticky tar. So the lazy girl went home, and she was quite covered with pitch. And the cock by the well side, as soon as he saw her, cried out, Cock-a-doodle-doo, your pitchy girls come back to you! <laughs> but the pitch stuck fast to her and could not get off as long as she lived. Oh my god! 
The end. <laughs> she either died immediately or she spent 40 years as a tar woman. I just pictured her being just sticky like just and a just... a sludgy, just, like, just, mess. I would love to see the scene where she tries to brush her hair, but every time she keeps getting stuck to herself, you know what I mean? Every time she, like, moves, she gets stuck to things. Yeah, yeah. It's a bad day. It's a bad day for everybody. I mean, not for the other girl, but, you know. Yeah. Let's go to lessons. Okay. All right. Lessons. Uh, I mean, obvious lesson that the story actually is telling us. Yeah. Uh, it is better to be industrious than lazy. Uh, that, like, that, is, that is just straight up the 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 low-hanging fruit, so to speak, of the lessons from this story. And also, I think a lesson from this is... Uh, if a job, if you are told how to do a job, just do it the way they want it. Listen, it's not the way <laughs> I make beds, but fuck it, whatever. That's the way you want it. Just mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd say don't. Um, uh, uh, looks can be deceiving. Don't be afraid of someone's big teeth. Yeah, that's a good one as well. Um, I think uh, a lesson that I learned from this story is, you know, if you are having problems with your children and you're not communicating well. <laughs> Throw them down a well. They're gone. You're never going to come back again. If they Whatever. come back, they'll probably come back with money. So it's fine. Fine. Uh, same. Uh, yeah, no, your turn. Well, I was going to say, you had one written down, didn't you? Oh, I did. I did. I wrote down, uh, I, do, uh, don't, I, it's, I, I don't rot on the vine. Oh, don't oh, rot yeah, on the yeah, vine, yeah, David. Yeah, yeah. Don't rot on the vine. Don't let things rot on the vine. It's better to have <laughs> them rotting in the garbage can than rotting on the vine. Sure. Uh, or, or to or to quote, uh, uh, <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe I'm setting myself up for this terrible fucking impression. Uh, what is to, it? To quote Sean Connery from The Untouchables. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, David, a classic, a classic David impression. If you don't want a rotten apple, don't go to the barrel. Get it straight from the tree. <laughs> That's a great <laughs> one, David. <laughs> That's a very good lesson. Um, I love that movie. Uh, I think that a good standout lesson from this story is, uh, you know, unfortunately, if you are born genetically where society deems you ugly, um, you can very quickly and cheaply get a tan and you will instantly make yourself better. She becomes, she gets a golden hue to her body and she looks great. You're confusing it again. She was already the pretty one. Right, but I'm saying you are more, even if you're an ugly person, get a golden hue, you're going to look great. <laughs> sure. Find a tanning sure. bed. Listen. But if you go, but if you go too much, if you go yeah. too dark with that tan, then, then you you're, end up then, like, then a, you're like, pitchy. A, like a pitchy. You don't want to <laughs> like be pitchy. pitchy. Yeah, don't, don't be pitchy. Yeah, yeah. And to be fair though, <laughs> she did get pitch all over. Thank God she didn't make the bed the way she wanted because she would have been tarred and feathered. Like exactly, literally yeah. be tarred and feathered. Yeah. Um, this brings us to another point. This isn't part of lessons. I don't understand these stories while me being made of gold is a good thing. Like, are you going to chop off my fucking yeah. fingers to buy well, shit? Like, well, it's not a good thing. She was just like covered essentially in like a layer of, I guess, liquid gold. So maybe they could just like sort of clean it off of her and then have that gold. David, no, no, no. Listen, I know we are. We we go stand out in the sun for a little bit, and you can kind of maybe like chip some of it off, peel some of it off. Does she go? Does she get a sunburn and then like peel the flakes off and pay for things? Listen, I don't know what it is, and I know I'm supposed to yes and you. That being said. Fuck that noise! No, David, I don't understand it. I feel like that mom's gonna kill her and pay for stuff. Uh, 
That being said, David, how many stars upon stars do you give this story? Yeah, th- I mean, it's. I give it a three. Uh, it's got a solid structure. It's got the it's got the what'll happen if you do good, what'll happen if you do bad sort of structure. I'm gonna give it three point two five stars only because it <laughs> yep. makes reference to the Cinderella, which means this is part of a joint universe, and oh, I yeah. like that. I yeah, like that we we're are. I like that we're world building. We did forget that at the end, uh, Nick Fury shows up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Now, David's camera has frozen for now, me. Now, see, your camera froze too, but the sound kept going. The so... sound kept going. Yeah, and now when we're I, back. And now when we're I back. took a picture of your silly face, because you were looking up like a little angel boy, so people will <laughs> see that later. My sweet angel boy, I have one more tale to tell you. <laughs> a tale that I thought I would have told you, because all these fucking stories are yeah. now in my brain. But you said yeah. I hadn't told it to you. Uh, what, I, what I said was, I don't think so. Which, okay. which gives me wiggle room if it does turn out. Which means, David didn't do any fucking work whatsoever, which is why... <laughs> you, we... you sent me the title of a story and said, have I read this? And I said, I don't think so. I did not look through our 150 plus episodes to make sure. David, I am going to use my UN Security Council and I am going to enact emergency <laughs> measures right now. That wonderful girl from Israel, I am enacting you and your country's vote you have now just been made our dramaturgist i need a list of these stories we are officially bringing you into the fold i hit us up on twitter however you want to chat with us maybe we make a discord i need a list of this shit david because it's are you get- talking you're talking about lotan lotan you're part of the team you're, you're an executive producer now i need you to get to work on this that kind of reminds me uh we might have some 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 fan mail. Save it for the State of the Union episode. We're going to do sure. another episode real soon. David, my final story for you today is called The Seven Ravens. Okay. Yeah, I don't think that you've done this one for me before. Great. Let's go to predictions. <sighs> the Seven Ravens. Um, the Ravens are... Uh, shit. The... Uh... <laughs> The Ravens are shit. Uh, it's the... so funny. I picture your brain like a number of like, yeah, like magnets on a fridge, and you're like, okay, is this a curse or is this a yeah, like yeah, you yeah. move the pieces around? Because it's only going to be one of yeah, seven no, options. It's, it's seven king sons, and they're turned into ravens. Which, like, honestly, while I'm predicting that, makes me feel like you might have told me this story. So let's just we'll do it. So I think it's seven king sons. They're turned into ravens. Um, uh, uh, and someone else, like, frees them from that. Did I fucking tell you this story already? It's possible. Uh, <laughs> Let's now, start it and see. Let's start. Now, there is another Raven story I did tell you that was similar to what you're saying. Right, right, right. But some of the things you are guessing are right, not... Right, because there was, like, a girl who, like, lives okay. in the house No, and... that's not... That's okay, not that, that story. That that's a different yeah, yeah, yeah. story. This is not that story. That was, like, the three Raven story. brothers or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Okay. Uh, okay, great. Perfect. Okay. Okay. I feel more confident. Uh, the only thing... Oh, any any last guesses? Uh, talking animals. Great. Thank you. Good job. Uh, <laughs> this story uh, feels the most like an episode of Adventure Time. Okay. There are some non sequiturs that make <laughs> no fucking sense, but would be perfect for a Saturday morning cartoon. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, you were... Your first prediction was incorrect, but King Sons. but it was the other one. You're right? Ah, it's either you know what I mean. Seven poor sons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should just get. We gotta get some like some like uh, 
either some dice rolling or like a coin yeah. flipping noise well, like, for and, you. And and my thought process here was like if they're kings if they're turned into ravens is my assumption like in saying that then like oh they're they're rich and they're being punished for something. Normally I I consider the story like oh it's like the rich person being punished for being like elitist or something but who David, knows? It could just be the poor people are punished for being fucking poor. Because... Your fucking classism is showing through, and good, bad things can happen to poor people too, David. Sure can, okay? Sure can. Okay. And not only can they, it I'd will. Say, I'd say they do on a more regular basis. Well, as one poor person to another, you tell me what you identify in this story. Uh, on page 94, The Seven Rings. <laughs> Uh, we gotta get like a. I mean, it's more work for you, but I. Maybe not <laughs> Which is a, why you love saying it. I do love saying it. I love a ding noise or like an ad noise after all of your predictions. Oh, okay, yeah. there's seven king sons. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the seven ravens. Different than the other raven story, yeah, yeah. but similar. There was once a man who had seven sons, and still he had no daughter, however much he wished for one. At length, his wife again gave him hope of a child, and when it came into the world, it was a girl. The joy was great, but the child was sickly and small, and had to be privately baptized on account of its weakness. Privately? Like, I... Okay, so what I'm going to take that to mean is that, like, the priest had to come there to baptize it, rather than, like, they take it to the church and then they, like, do a whole thing. That that could be true. I also interpret it like the child. They're afraid of the child getting sick, so they went to the church after hours in like uh, secret. So there weren't a bunch of people around. Or uh-huh. you know, as we learned about in the last story, maybe this baby's just fugly, and they were like, "We can't let people look at this ugly <laughs> we can't baby." Let God see it in the yeah. <laughs> Only God needs to bless this baby before the townspeople curse it and turn it into a raven or some shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The father sent one of the boys in haste to the spring to fetch water for the baptism. Okay, it's happening at the house, David. It's happening at the house. The other six went with him, and as each of them wanted to be the first to fill it, the jug fell into the well. God damn it. Uh, I'm going to let you know, all three of these stories have a lot of commonalities, I'm now realizing. (laughs) There they stood and did not know what to do, and none of them dared to go home. As uh, as they still did not return, the father grew impatient and said, They have certainly forgot it, uh, forgotten it for some game, the wicked boys. Uh, he became afraid that the girl would have to die without her being baptized. And in anger he cried, I wish my boys were all turned to ravens! Uh-oh. Hardly was a word spoken before he heard a whirling of wings over his head in the air, looked up and saw seven coal-black ravens flying away. The parents could not recall the curse, and however, and however, at, sad they were at the loss of their seven sons, they still, to some extent, comforted themselves with their dear little daughter, who soon grew strong and every day became more beautiful. Man, it's pretty wild, like, just to, like... <laughs> On the one hand, to think about, like, if you were, like, really frustrated with someone, like, let's say, let's say you were frustrated with me for some reason, right? Great. And I, I just, like, super, I just, like, super keep... easy for me to, super easy for me to picture, David. <laughs> yeah. it's, so, it's, like, right here in my mind. I can totally fucking see it right now. Like, like, but, like, you know, you, 
if you were to exclaim that, you'd be like, oh, I'm so mad at him. Or like, oh, what an asshole. But like, would you be like, oh, I wish he was a bird. Like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'd hear a falcon cry somewhere. In the Man, distance. I wish Michael was, would turn into a lobster. You know ah, what I mean? No, like, oh, you said lobster. <laughs> sniff, 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 sniff. Yeah, whatever that noise is. No, listen, maybe, maybe, I don't know. A raven is a weird existence. Maybe it like was a thing that you would call people back in the, you know, the 1830s. Ah, maybe. you're a raven. You know what I mean? I... I guess. Maybe. But listen, I, I don't like the fact that they lost seven children at once. They're like, oh, thank God we have this girl, though. And she's pretty. Well, the, the thing that's wild is, like, if you said that, probably assuming that they're not going to turn into a bird, right? Like, if I was like, oh, I wish Michael would turn into a lobster. I'm, I'm, I'm saying that pretty confident that there's no danger of you turning into a lobster. I, it would be crazy if all of a sudden you turn into a lobster. Listen, <laughs> I don't fucking like that you're doubling down on me being a lobster. Do you think I'm a lobster guy? Do you, like, look... I don't think that <laughs> I don't think that you would do poorly as a lobster. Oh fuck you, David! I, don't... <laughs> I think I think that you could thrive. Yeah. How fucking dare you? <laughs> you have insulted my fucking family to make me a crustacean from the ground. How dare you? You're basically saying I can't go to Jewish heaven. You are a fucking monster, David. You are a monster. Uh, that being said, I hear you. I, in my mind, picture myself as a hermit crab because I do like, I want my house. I want, yeah. I want a place where I can call home. You know what sure, I mean? Sure, sure, sure. For a long time, she did not know uh, that she had brothers, for her parents were careful not to mention them before her. <laughs> for one day, she accidentally heard someone say to herself that the girl was certainly beautiful, but in reality, she was to blame for the misfortune which had fallen her seven brothers. Also, of course her parents don't mention them. They said ravens and her brothers disappeared. I would, yeah. be, I would be very fucking careful with my words. Yeah. Although, a little rude to, like, blame the daughter who was an infant child and didn't have anything to do. Like, the boys fucked up. Did they, David? T- yes, they because were scared. they fought over who... No, because they, they fought over... They were scared over... that they dropped the bucket in the well! Yeah, but the reason they dropped the bucket was because they fought over who gets to do the bucket when one of them was sent to the well to get the bucket and the rest of them were not but decided to go and try to fight over it anyway. Listen, this is I those fucking boys' fault. Listen, it's absolutely not. The boys made a mistake and were scared to go home. And in their scaredness, listen, they could have formed a, a, a chain like a like a like a <laughs> barrel of monkeys type chain to go down in the well. They weren't turned into monkeys, David. They were turned into ravens, and that's then they very should have difficult. flown down and gotten that shit. David, I'm gonna let you know that barrel of ravens has never taken off. I hate that you brought it up on the podcast. It's never gonna be a thing, David. It's never gonna be a thing. <laughs> Then she was much troubled and went to her father and mother and asked if it was true that she had brothers and what had become of them. The parents now dared keep the secret no longer, but said that what had befallen her brothers was the will of heaven and that her birth was not to blame. But the maiden took it to heart daily and thought she must save her brothers. Okay, in this one instance, the parents did do the right thing. They did do the right thing. This is what happened to your brothers. It is in no way your fault. That, also, that is exactly what they should have said. Yeah, but the will of heaven where God was like, fuck well, those boys. Fuck those yeah, seven brothers. Raven, 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 listen, raven. <laughs> as someone whose parents have said that before. <laughs> yeah. Turn, turn my son into a this raven. Is all, this is all God's plan. Oh, like, yeah, sure. Uh, that is totally plausible for me to hear. David, parents, this yeah. story might be an allegory. You might be seven ravens actually inside <laughs> of one man. <laughs> 
She had no rest or peace until she set out secretly and went forth into the wide world to find her brothers and set them free. Uh, let it cost what it might. She took nothing with her but a little ring uh, belonging to her parents as a keepsake, a loaf of bread against hunger, and a little pitcher of water against thirst, and a little chair as a provision against weariness. <laughs> <laughs> I love that in the... Bro uh, this is now canon. That in the Brother Grimm's world, yeah. much like in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, where they uh, mm. proclaim you have to bring a towel. Bring a towel, yeah. The Brothers Grimm say, you got to bring a chair with you. Yeah. It's perfect for sitting. You can nap on a tree. You can hit it over the head like WWE. You just mm -hmm. want a chair with you. And now she went continually onwards, far, far to the very end of the world. Then, uh, then she came to the sun, but it was too hot and terrible and devoured little children. Hastily, she ran away and ran to the moon. But it was far too cold and was awful and malicious. Uh, and when it saw the child, it said, I smell, I smell the flesh of a man. Wait, she went to the sun? Yes, David, she, David, and what don't she you... she went to the moon? What do you not understand? She went to the end of existence. She ran into the sun, which is a terrible piece of shit and eats children. Yeah. So when children get lost, the sun gobbles them up. Then she yeah. went to the moon, who also turns out to be a piece of shit and yeah. also enjoys the, the taste of men. She had to run away from that one as well. Okay. Uh, at this, she ran swiftly away and came to the stars, which were kind and good to her. And each of them sat on its own particular little chair. Again, see, they think yeah, that she's yeah. a chairperson. Yeah, she's got chairs. Yeah, you yeah. got a chair. You're a star. Come over here. Come on, bring that chair over. Come sit at our table. But the morning st uh, star arose and gave her the drumstick of a chicken and said, uh, If you have not the drumstick, you cannot open the glass mountain. And in the glass mountain are your brothers. Okay. Oh, David, you didn't guess Glass Mountain in your predictions, you big <laughs> dumb idiot. <laughs> also, I like that the morning star is not the sun, but a different star. That's true, isn't it? I always thought that the sun was the morning star. I thought that I was the star that rose. Is that Polaris? Am I thinking of Polaris? The north star? Is that the morning star? I'm going to look it up. Listen, isn't the morning star also fucking Satan? Is this a tale about Satan? Well, a morning star is also a weapon, right? Uh, I didn't play Final Fantasy VIII, so I don't know. David Most is actively used as a name for the planet Venus when it appears in the east before sunrise. Okay, great. So there you go. So, okay, so it's, it's a planet. She's talking to a fucking planet. Uh, or a name for the star Sirius, which appears in the sky just before sunrise from okay. early July to mid-September. Uh, or a less common name for the planet Mercury when it appears in the east okay, before okay, sunrise. Okay. okay, so I am fucking an idiot, and thank you for telling everybody. <laughs> Three times over. The maiden took the drumstick, wrapped it carefully in a cloth, and went onwards again until she came to the glass mountain. The door was shut, and she thought she would take out the drumstick. But, but when she undid the cloth, it was empty, and she had lost the good star's present. What was she now to do? David, what would you do if you lost the chicken bone to open the door? I'd just say fuck it and go home. She wished to rescue her brothers. <laughs> she had no key to the glass mountain. The good sister took a knife, cut off her little finger, and oh. put it in the door and successfully opened it. What? That's not the... I don't... 
understand. Also, how come we didn't know about this knife that she keeps inside of her waistband? It's for not one things? of the three or four things that she she took a ring, she took a bread, she took a, a, water. a pitcher of water, and she took a chair. Maybe the chair. Maybe the chair has a. The chair's got knife a little knife. Yeah. 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 <laughs> When she had gone inside, a little dwarf came to meet her and said, My child, what are you looking for? I am looking for my brothers, the seven ravens, she replied. The, the dwarf said, The Lord ravens are not home, but if you will wait here until they come, step in. Thereupon, the little dwarf carried the raven's dinner in, on seven little plates and in seven little glasses, and the little sister ate a morsel from each of the plates, and from each a little glass she took a little sip, and in the last... And in the last little glass, she dropped the ring, which she had brought away with her. Suddenly, she heard the whirling of wings and a rushing through the air. And the little dwarf said, Now the Lord Ravens are flying home. Then they came and wanted to eat and drink and looked for the little plates and glasses. Then uh, said one, one after the other, Who has eaten something from my plate? Ah! Who has drunk out of my little glass? Ah! It was Until a human mouth! Ah! Until finally the last one, who doesn't say anything because it choked on a ring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and when the seventh came to the bottom of the glass, the ring mm -hmm. rolled against its mouth. Then he looked at it and saw that it was the ring belonging to his father and mother and said, Good God, grant us that our sister may be here and that we shall be free. When the, uh, when the maiden, who was standing behind the door watching, heard that the wish, she came forth and then all the ravens were restored to their human forms again they embraced and kissed each other and went joyfully home the end <laughs> but why did they turn back into people oh because it because because they wished they wished for it out loud how come it didn't happen until she came out from behind the door because all she did was come out from behind the door and then they saw her that doesn't no one said anything after that, and then they turned into people again. The, the magic ma in this world doesn't the, make the sense. The magic of the ring. Again, that's why it's adventure time. None of this makes any sense. She just keeps walking. It's a dwarf shows up at the glass mountain at some point. Yeah. yeah. Listen, David, I don't have any answers yeah, she, for you. She can only get in if she uses the drumstick from a chicken, but she cuts off her own finger, and that works too. Like, the, none of this story follows its own rules. Well, uh, I think those are pretty good lessons here, David. Let's go to lessons. Lessons. Listen, you already said it, and I'm going to say it again. Children taste like chicken. If you don't have enough chicken in the pot for everybody, maybe find a child nearby that fell in a well or something. Serve it up to everyone. It'll be careful, delicious. Careful. You got to get them before they get gobbled up by the sun. Or, or, or before Mother Hole gets them. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's got a little little factory back there. Uh, uh, an actual, an actual <laughs> lesson from the story. I'm going to steal out of your face fucking mouth david yeah 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 uh, is be careful with your words you know what uh, i mean see, it was almost uh, literally word for word i was about to say be careful what you wish for yep yeah. be careful yeah, what yeah. you wish for and you have to be you have to worry about that um a good lesson from the story because i'm sure some you know we're not having children but some people in our audience are going to have children uh a great lesson here, just so you know, one beautiful daughter is way more valuable than seven ugly sons. Agreed. Now, we never heard about what their level looked like, but they turned into sure. ravens. So how pretty yeah. are they anyway? I think ravens are cool. Yeah, well, listen, I'm I'm a lobster man myself, so I don't know yeah. what to tell you. <laughs> yeah. uh, what did you learn from said story, David? Uh, I mean, it was be careful what you wish for. Um, I, I guess when, like... 
when you have to, just improvise, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, fuck, you lost the thing? I, I guess use another thing and see if that works, right? Like... Yeah, and I can't believe I you didn't say it. I get to steal another one right from under you. Bring a chair. Listen, <laughs> you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know where you're going to go. You don't know where this party's going to leave you. Bring a chair with you. You're going to love having a chair with you. You always need some place to sit. Uh, uh, a, a glass of wine is the perfect place to put a ring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you don't want to lose your ring, put it in the glass of wine. Because when you finish your glass, you're like, oh, there it is. I yeah, see it yeah. now. Yeah, um... Uh, honor thy mother and father, I guess. I like, guess. <laughs> I mean, they. T- I think they turned out to be okay parents, right? Yeah. Like, they, yeah. they weren't the e- evil in this story. No, They accidentally no. turned their kids into birds, but they um, should not have thought for a second that that was going to happen, so that's not their fault. Yeah. Um, there's, uh, I think a good lesson from the story is, you know, uh, if you can't go to the church, make the church come to you. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like... It, you, Jesus said, you can pray. God's in all of us. Just come yeah, over yeah. to the house. We can do baptisms in the bathtub. It's way easy. Uh, I do have one final one um, from the parents. Uh, yeah. Which is, um, uh, uh, don't, uh, <laughs> don't, they, they did this correctly. So I, I might be kind of like saying the, the lesson backwards, but don't, uh, don't tell a child that bad things are their fault for being alive. You know what I mean? Like, it's sure. not, the fact that they exist is not the problem. <laughs> and these parents did do that correctly, you know? I totally hear you. That was, yeah, funny enough, these might be the first good the parents, parents we've, we've ran had. into yeah. so far. <laughs> we might have to keep a list, because Hansel and Gretel's parents, they don't fucking, they're not on this list at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's finally nice to finally have some good parents inside of our stories. <laughs> well, there you go, David. Those I are thought, my. <laughs> I thought you were going to throw it to the audience. Go. Let us know if you have good parents. <laughs> uh, question of the day: Are your parents good people? Let us know in the comments below. Oh, like, we are asking for it with that one. Wow. What can I say? We're all caffeinated up. We're good and, to and go. I ha- and I have to say this too: every time that you do that bit, you say, "Let us know in the comments below." And I, in my head, I'm always every time I'm like listening back and editing, I, I like scream to myself. I'm like. Comments below what? Like, yeah. this, is, this, is a, this is a podcast. People at usually, home, they have their com- they go to the comment board, they go to their school, what they comments? go, this was story time. Yeah, they write it out, David. Well, there you go, David. Those are my trio of tales uh, for you today. I'll have more tales for us next time. Oh, David, we can't go anywhere yet. How many stars upon ours do you right. give the last story? Oh, yeah. No more than two. Yeah, I this hear one, you. This one I have many problems with. And I, just from a structural, like it, like I said a million times, it doesn't follow its own rules. I, totally, I, I can't abide a story that doesn't follow its own rules. I totally hear you, but I appreciate you being so receptive to The Mouse, the Bird, and the Sausage, Mother Hole, and of course, The Seven Ravens. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Uh, We have completed another successful episode of Storytime. He's been David Miller, raven-loving man that he is. And that beautiful lobster is Michael Santel. (laughs) We're going to get crazy fan art now of me as a lobster and you as a bird holding me.
That'd be amazing. Except the lobster and the raven does sound like a Japanese fairy tale that we it might does. need to ring. But For I sure. uh, right, but I'm sure it's uh, I'm sure it's super dark in the ending, like that Monkey Island one with the crab, oh, yeah. where he, where yeah, he yeah, killed yeah. the monkey or whatever, <laughs> hits him with a rock or whatever. Yeah. Oh boy, we've done so many of these. Well, thank you for joining us for another one. We'll have more coming to you very soon. We already did our names. Okay, bye. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> That's our show, thanks for coming round Don't be sad, no need to frown We'll have more stories, don't throw a fit Goodbye one and all, and we'll see you in a bit What? Blah, okay, going back on that one <laughs> <laughs> The parents now uh, now dared keep the secret no longer But she, uh, but she that what had be But said, <laughs> oh my god, oh my god <laughs> That what had befallen her brothers was the will of hell. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, David, take three. The parents now dare uh, now dared. <laughs> okay. It's fun because I have to cut all this, but I have I, to figure out some I way to put know. it in there. Well, it's all going to go at the fucking end anyway, so what does it matter?